Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, I'm Courtney Ryan, and today we're gonna to be talking about why men are not approaching women anymore. So apparently this girl is a dating coach, and uh, she's gonna talk about this. I'm, I've never seen the video before, so let's see if what she has to say uh, makes some sense or not. So we are often seeing women online posting about creepy men or really just declaring a distaste for men in general, uh, but specifically here I wanna talk about approaching them. I think there has been a natural response from men that's resulted in less men approaching in person, but also just interacting in other ways too. Don't go. So what the girl's saying is that um, men are posting, sorry, women are posting that men are creepy when they approach, so men are stopping approaching. <laughs> I mean, that actually is uh, true uh, because there's this quote unquote idea about creepiness, right? And, and let me explain what creepiness actually is. If the girl finds you attractive, you're not creepy. If the girl f finds you unattractive, you're creepy. You could say exactly the same things. So, so guys, basically what this creepiness movement is, is we only want Chad to approach us. Rest of you stay away. That's, that's, the, that's the concept there. Um, and actually, it's very effective. It's very effective at pushing men away. Go where you aren't wanted, right? I was obviously curious about this, and when I started researching, I decided to do a poll on my community page on YouTube here, um, and it was honestly really tough reading through all of the comments. So my question in the community post was, how many of you guys are hesitant to or avoid interacting with and approaching women altogether out of fear of being seen as creepy? 35,000 people voted. There were 35,000 votes, and 54% Okay, so, uh, okay, so look, 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 guys, if we read into the stats, so here's the stats, 54 are hesitant for this reason, 11% avoid women altogether for this reason, 18% don't interact or approach for other reasons, the only people who it doesn't bother them or they don't care are 17%. So guys, remember how I said that women are hypergamous, they are interested in only the top 20% of men? Yeah, the stats mysteriously support this idea. Because 17% of the guys don't care. Those are literally, it's correlated with the top 20% who don't care because it doesn't matter. Because they can say whatever because they're attractive. Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. Patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. Again, it's Patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. You could also give me a tip. Like Tom M here, um, shoutouts to him. Let's continue. Said, I am hesitant for this reason. 11% said, I avoid women altogether for this reason. 17% said, it doesn't bother me or I don't care. And 18% said, I don't interact or approach for other reasons. But I just think it's crazy that 35,000 people voted and 54% said that they are hesitant to approach for this reason. And It's actually more than that. It's like almost um, like over, what is it, 83% said that they don't approach, basically. And another 11% said they don't approach at all for this reason. So 65% of men, according to my poll, even more, they don't approach for other reasons either. Women out of fear of being seen as creepy. So just based off of that post and interacting with you guys and reading through your comments, there were four main reasons why men are not approaching women anymore. And I'm going to go through all of those in this video. So the first one, obviously the whole point of this video is this creepy aspect a fear of being seen as creepy. Listen, there are some things men and people do that are just downright creepy. 
And I know a lot of you guys will comment and say, well, it's only creepy if the guy is not attractive to the girl that's right. he approached. And I think that's the case some of the time, but that's not what I'm talking about here specifically. I'm talking genuinely creepy regardless of what this person looks like or how attractive they are. Yeah, that's, no. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. Okay, I can refute this um, because I've I've seen some heinous things, let's say, okay? So here, here is the thing. Just look it up, just Google this, okay? There was a guy who made a fake Tinder profile, all right? A man, some, some, some random guy. Took a, just a beautiful, you know, model's picture, okay? And he put, like, the most heinous things you can think of in the, uh, in the text, the text box, right? Like, you know, things that are, like, too spicy for YouTube, basically. But it was, like, really, really bad. Just trust me on this, okay? And he was asking these girls in the first message to meet up. He was insulting these women. He was being rude to these women. The girls still wanted to meet up with the guy. That is... That is a refutation directly of what this girl's saying here. And I'll give you guys a few examples just to make it very clear. Number one is catcalling. That's not creepy. If the guy is attractive, the girls will like it. I'll do this. I don't know anyone who has ever had a positive result out of catcalling someone. It works if you're attractive. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like, literally, if you're attractive to the girl, you could say the worst thing you could say the stupidest thing you could you could literally basically you could do anything you want you could even go up to the girl and say would you sleep with me and if she finds you insanely attractive she won't say yes she'll say like maybe or something and it'll start a conversation she won't push you away she won't reject you (laughs) i don't i'm not recommending you do this but i'm saying it's that extreme if she finds you truly attractive okay i again i'm not endorsing that okay but that's that's the (laughs) that's the takeaway uh, normally, this just makes a person feel uncomfortable and they continue to walk away from you faster. So No, only if you're unattractive. But anyway, um... <laughs> all right, let's, let's, let's continue. Let's continue. Avoid that one. The second thing that comes off is really creepy. Oh, oh, oh. She said it makes them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, these girls, they fall in love with anxiety, right? So making them feel uncomfortable actually is one of the things that gets that, that is is actually attractive so when i say uncomfortable i mean you know you let the silence hang uh you know you create tension in what you say you're not afraid of disagreeing all that stuff that causes you know tension anxiety and actually scientific studies have shown that Women feel anxiety when they're attracted to you. So it literally, that actually works. So no, she's, she's wrong about this. But when she says you need to make a girl feel comfortable, whatever, uh, she's, she's saying, she's giving you advice that would help you to become a better beta male. So she's, um, she's giving bad advice that, that actually helps her, um, even though she might not know it. Being very sexual or making sexual comments right away. Again, something that I wouldn't recommend doing. That's actually good advice. In general, you don't want to lead with that. Uh, That makes you look desperate. Um, Don't lead with that. Although, if you're highly attractive to the girl, you could say whatever you want and it will work. Um, But, again, in general, if she finds you highly attractive, just say hi or something and have a normal conversation. You'll be fine. Uh, Don't don't start with the bedroom fun stuff right away. Uh, And this also applies to sending uh, spicy pictures. Yeah, never send spicy pictures. That's that's like a relationship, like, you know, um, later on in the relationship behavior. That's not a... You don't lead with that, guys. 
doing regardless of what you look like or who you're approaching. Unless you're at like a strip club or something, which I obviously don't recommend, we shouldn't be doing this. And the third thing I think is creepy regardless of who is doing it is touching her before you even know her. So I'll- Not true. Not true at all. Um, she will find it extremely creepy if you touch her if she finds you unattractive. But I, I don't mean you walk up to her and put your hand on her shoulder at the beginning. No, 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 guys. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's how you catch a charge. But let's say that you're talking, right? You know, you're having just a small talk conversation. You can, you can touch. You just can't touch intimate areas. You can, you know, uh, brush her like hand casually or, you know, the side of her arm or something, something like that. Nothing intimate. It's just breaking the touch barrier that helps you later on in the seduction. Again, I wouldn't recommend that on the very first interaction. That would be something you do on the first date. But that's, that is before you get to know them. So no, this is also bad advice. I'll give you a personal example. This happened to me when I was in high school. I was working out at the YMCA. I was on the floor doing an ab exercise routine, little circuit thing. And I was taking a break and I was sitting like hugging my knees. And a guy came up behind me and started massaging my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's no, no, that's that's a no. You don't start like that. Even if you're attractive, guys, we're not starting like that. No, you'd, you'd have like first you would... Oh, and by the way, uh, if you're going to approach a girl, you approach from the front, not directly in front, um, in, in front and from the side. Uh, the point is, it's scary if you're gigantic compared to her and you approach her from the front. It's like an attack. Some, some girls might see it like that. You definitely don't approach from behind, like, like, like what happened to this girl. No, no, that is actually genuinely bad. You don't do that. Um, uh, it, from in front and to the side so that you're not threatening and you just start a regular small talk conversation. You know, like, uh, that looked like, that looked crazy. You know, like, oh, wow, you you look like you're working hard. You know, like something like that uh, to start the conversation. And uh, if she finds you attractive, uh, she'll engage immediately with this. She'll be like, yeah, it was, it was like, women are, are always open to getting free attention and validation, especially if it's from an attractive man. So, It'll work if she finds you attractive. But no, definitely not that, what she said there. That does not work. All right. She's, she's right about that. Let's read this article by Rod Tomasi. It's called Chore Play. One of the more entertaining debates I've had in my post-Red Pill Awareness has been discussing the issue of men doing more, quote-unquote, chores around the house so as to more equi equitably distribute domestic duties amongst couples. The operative uh, beneath this canard is that a more idealized state of gender-neutralized bliss can be attained in a couple if only the male partner would feel it incumbent upon himself to assume chores that the female partner feels she's entirely overburdened with. Hmm... This presents a quandary for the feminine imperative. How would a strong, independent woman motivate her live-in lover, sometimes known as a husband, to pick up the domestic job slack? Why, of course, resort to the strategy that works so well in convincing him to monogamous commitment, bait him with the promise of less restricted bedroom fun? It's so simple in its form, so elegant in its function. Enter chore play. Um, so here's the quote. Gals make passes at guys who wash glasses. I had a party not too long ago where a funny thing happened. One of the guests, a 30-something single, uh, single straight guy, came out to the kitchen and volunteered to do my dishes. 
That way you won't be stuck with a huge mess after everyone leaves, he said, filling the sink with hot soapy water. As he started scrubbing wine glasses, I glanced over at my guests. Every woman in the in the room was staring at him with what can only be described as pure, unadulterated lust. Behold the appeal of the dishy man. That's not the appeal. The appeal is that he's attractive. Yes, that's right, gentlemen. Royce had it all wrong. In girl world, washing the dishes is the undiscovered catalyst for tingles. Athol K and his map? Get out of here. It's vacuuming and dusting that inspire what can only be described as pure unadulterated lust. Side note, have a look at this da- uh, at the date this article was published. 2008, the 13th, just before Valentine's Day. It'll be important when we get to today's bonus round. As uh, Are there any benefits aside from soulful glances and the satisfaction of a sparkling clean floor that exists for men who share the load, laundry and otherwise? That's hard to say, although there are some interesting indicators. A recent study by Parenting Magazine found that chore play, quote-unquote, i.e. husbands pitching in around the house, was what put 18% of mo- uh, sorry, 15% of moms in the mood. Oh, a whole 15%? Would this mean that the other 85 were turned off? You know, I've been married for over 16 years now, and in that time, on occasion, I've performed many domestic duties for no other reason than it was a necessity. I've changed my daughter's diaper, I've cleaned toilets, I've done laundry, I've vacuumed. However, in 16 years, never have I had my wife be consumed with an uncontrollable lust to give me a spontaneous, uh, too spicy for YouTube, or pin me down on the kitchen floor and ride me to glory after having put away the dishes. Neither have I ever heard the words, damn, you looked so attractive ironing my blouse yesterday. Uh, sleep with me, you stud. And in the interest of being fair, I've never been turned on, nor do I consider it foreplay, when she's doing the chores. I've been greatly turned on by the sight of her in, uh, you know, nice clothes. Um, but if she's wearing sweatpants and has a brush in hand, a toilet bowl brush, no thanks. Uh, however, some of the most memorable bedroom fun experiences I've had with her and other women in my in my bedroom fun past have come after I've done something particularly masculine or I performed well doing something that benefited me with a lot of social proof. For instance, my wife seems to like bedroom fun after I've had a good lifting day at the gym. She also seems very amorous after social engagements I bring her along with for my work. But what is she selling? Well, research conducted by Laurier Rodman, a psychologist at Rutgers University, also seems to point to a hot, soapy love connection. Her study, recently published in the journal Bedroom Fun Rolls, looked at feminism's impact on romantic relationships. Among other things, she found that men with womanist partners reported both more stable relationships and greater bedroom fun satisfaction. This is a lie, by the way, guys. Attraction uh, comes from polarity. doesn't come from chore play. We didn't ask who is doing the dishes or taking care of the kids, says Rudman. We asked broadly about the quality of the relationship and about the agreement of gender roles in the relationship. We did find that if men were with a womanist woman, they had more bedroom fun satisfaction and the relationship was more stable. Men benefit from having a womanist partner. Oh, 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 that's it. Womanist women get hot seeing their men in an apron and boy, do they ever benefit. So you see, guys, you're going about this all wrong. You benefit from locking down a womanist woman and embracing the gender-neutral bedroom funness of traditional feminine household chores. Yeah. Okay. And then let's go to 2013. And here's an article in 2013. Hey, fellas. Put down those vacuum cleaners and pull out the lawnmowers. Married men may think helping around the house may up their hotness quotient in the bedroom, but what really matters is the type of chore. 
heterosexual men who spend their time doing yard work, paying bills and changing the oil have more bedroom fun than husbands who spend their time cooking, cleaning and shopping, according to a new study on the subject of housework and bedroom fun. Households with a more traditional gender division of labor report higher bedroom fun frequency than households with less traditional uh, divisions of labor. Um, Housework is something that people use as a very important way to express gender, masculinity, and femininity. We weren't surprised to think that bedroom fun might be more tied up in this type of gender expression. So let me get this straight. The yard work, manual labor, auto maintenance, home remodeling, and pressure washing hotness that are replaced with soapy dishwashing, ironing boards, and laundry detergent was actually what inspired... Yeah, so there you go. You mean to tell me that uh, all the the crap I ate in 2008 about being a Neanderthal 50s throwback for expressing that men's work is what women really find bedroom fun attractive was all just horseshit slung for the feminine imperative? Yes, that's right. And there you go. All right, back to the video. And talking to me. And honestly, to be totally transparent, he was very attractive. He was a DILF, as we like to call them, okay? He was incredibly attractive, very in shape, handsome, but it was still creepy. Because True. And the reason he was creepy was because he led with that. But if he didn't lead with that and massage his shoulders after, it would have been great. So again, don't lead with that, guys. Um... And something else I wanted to point out before we move on to what this girl has to say more is notice how women sort of explain stuff. What they do is they give a personal example from their life, then they generalize it to the whole population and assume that everybody in every population is like their personal experience. That's called solipsism. Um, And it's a logical fallacy. Now, her point is correct, but it's not correct for the reason she thinks it's correct. Okay. All right. Let's continue. Because you shouldn't be going up to someone, massaging their shoulders from behind that you've never talked to or Agreed. interacted with or even met True. in your life. Okay, so that is yes. a prime example of there are sometimes things men do that are creepy no matter what you look like. But to look at all this from a different perspective, there are things... Uh, yeah, the expression is be attractive, don't be unattractive. That would fall into the being unattractive um, box, as it were. Things men do that are not creepy at all, that women have all of a sudden categorized as creepy. Anything remotely not to their liking or somewhat off-putting or, again, from someone who they are not into or attracted to, they're deeming as creepy. And I think that's why men are hesitant to approach because most men I know don't do those things that I just talked You You see, you see, she says, most men I know, my personal experience in generalizing it to the population. Just because your experience is X doesn't mean that that generalizes the population. It's a logical fallacy. Just, just so you guys know. About right, they're just introducing themselves. They are, you know, maybe looking in the girl's direction because they think she's attractive, and the girl is calling that creepy. Like I really don't understand why we've decided That's not to creepy. be so dramatic about everything and make everything a scene. True. And just call everything creepy because everything is not creepy. Okay? True. Someone looking in your direction is not creepy. So even sometimes when men are not being creepy at all, women will still roast you or post you online and try to get all these people rallying against you and roasting you. I think a lot of women have watered this down to a point where they're just labeling anyone they don't find attractive as creepy. That's right. Yeah. No, she describes that. What she described is actually very accurate. And um, it actually discourages men from approaching. That's actually true. That's that's not a lie, guys. Let's stop doing that. 
Let's say yeah. the creepy comments for the interactions and the men that are actually being creepy. And maybe stop being so overly sensitive and dramatic. And I'm saying that from a woman's point of view. If only that were to happen. But we all know, guys, that that's not, that's not how reality works, unfortunately. Someone introducing themselves is not creepy. Someone nope. glancing in your direction because they think that you're attractive or beautiful is not creepy. True. So to wrap this one up here, I do think that there are some men who are doing creepy things, but I don't think it's the majority of men going True. out of their way to make people feel uncomfortable right. to be creepy or be weird. I think a lot of it is just mislabeling. Uh, of course. Men who maybe, you know... Because again, women only want Chad to approach. So they want to label every, every other man as creepy because they only want Chad to approach. So how dare you waste, you know, you know, um, how dare you believe that you're worthy of approaching me when I'm above you? And then these girls in 2022, they think they're above the average man, even though they're really only average level, because they get so much, you know, attention, validation from Tinder, from Instagram, from Bumble, from Hinge, from TikTok, from etc. Right? Every every social media outlet you can think of. Um, and it inflates these girls' egos, and then they, um, you know... They they disdain, they shun the average man by calling him creepy like this. Aren't attractive to the girl that they're approaching or the girl's having a bad day or she's overly sensitive, labeling them as creepy, which I don't think is necessarily fair. Agreed. Um, I think this is an issue that I see a lot online. I feel like every time I'm on TikTok, I come across a video where it's like a girl at the gym and she's posting a video of a guy. Oh, something else I wanted to say. Uh, look at that quote uh, at the top here. It says... You won't want to be with me if no other women want me. Um, that applies perfectly to this situation, right? These girls find the guys creepy that no other women want, right? And they they try to have, you know, a bunch of, like a group of people like sh shun this guy, right? As a, as a way of attacking him for daring to approach an average girl being an average guy. Even though, of course, that's what the level she deserves. I that glanced her direction and labeling him as creepy or a pedophile because he looked at her. Okay, like we gotta quit doing that. Because there are actually some women who want to be approached, who like to be approached. Anytime a man has approached me. I wonder if she's I telling on herself. Yeah, look, look, look. She again, she told on herself. She said, I want to be approached. So so literally, why is she making this video? She's making this video because she wants men to keep approaching her, because maybe she is getting older and she realizes she's not as competitive as she used to be compared to herself when she was younger and she wants men to start approaching again, right? Of course, maybe that ship has sailed, unfortunately. I told you about the guy massaging my shoulders. Oh, no, no. Actually, she has a wing. Uh, she has a ring. very strange. I like she's married. approached. I think it's flattering when someone finds... Oh, no. Uh, so you're married and you like when guys approach? Uh, that's a red flag too attractive and i can applaud the confidence and boldness that it takes to approach a woman that you see in public or even just shoot her a dm on instagram right like there's ah right there it is so she has a wedding ring on and yet she still has an instagram and likes being approached by guys guys glaring red flag that's a divorce waiting to happen yeah no all right uh let's go on to the reddit post Oh, this one's juicy, guys. My wife and I haven't had bedroom fun in three years. What do I do? I, 30 male, and my wife have been together for four years. We haven't had bedroom fun since she found out she was pregnant and our kid is now two. She says she hasn't been in the mood or any desire to have bedroom fun at all. 
My bedroom fun drive has been insane lately as I feel like it's just starting to eat me up. I watch spicy content like crazy, but my frustration is just growing insane. I just turned 30 and feel like I'm in my prime years and we should be exploring all type of different adventures together. Uh, It's just eating me up. But other than no bedroom fun relationship of any sort, I'm happy with her. Any advice? Yeah. If she's not having bedroom fun with you, it means she's not attracted to you. It means, like, relationship is dead. Let's let's look at the top comment here. 268 upvotes. At a time when it's not an immediate issue, you're going to have to bring this up with her and see if you can find a solution together. I miss you. I miss the closeness we used to have. We're still so young, I can't imagine the rest of my life without intimacy. This is impacting our relationship and I'm hoping you can find a solution together. What do you think? So again, this is coming from the frame of uh, all good relationships are about communication. Uh, no, that's bullshit. Um, there is no communication here. She's not having bedroom fun. She's not attracted to you. Go find a girl who is. End this relationship. And it's really sad that they have a kid together. Like, this is just the kind of girl that, like, locked the guy down, right? So she can get, like, regular access to money and, and um, provisioning and stuff. And then the bedroom fund dries up because she was never attracted to the guy in the first place. She should see her GYN and be frank about what's going on. After medical issues have been ruled out, or at the same time, I strongly urge you to get couples counseling. No. Terrible advice. Doesn't work. It just makes chore play happen. Uh, to dig deep and figure this out. If she won't go, you absolutely should go by yourself for some support as you navigate this thing. Yeah, some support from a girl in the horizontal mamba position. I know a lot of others have been all like dumper, but you've been together for a long time and you have a child. I know you're feeling more invested in this relation than someone who would just leave because you'd have already left if that wasn't the case. I hope you two can figure this out. If she's not willing to discuss or go see doctors and counselors, you need to tell her something like, this is making me question the viability of our marriage. Good luck, friend. The only part I liked about that advice was the viability of our marriage thing. Which, again, you don't even need to discuss, really. Like, it's ultimatum time. All right, uh, 50 upvotes. 100% agreed. There could be a lot of different issues. Is she on medication that's suppressing her libido? Birth control? SSRIs? Is she depressed? It's not as simple as some commentators made this issue out to be. I agree it needs to be a very serious discussion and OP needs to stress to her that he's willing to work together to see how they can approach the obvious problem. Do they need a weekend away? Medical intervention? Couples therapy? Something is clearly going on and it's not so simple. Again with the couples therapy. Guys, don't go to couples therapy, okay? This is a very obvious solution. If you won't sleep with me, I will find someone who will. Done. And if she won't then the relationship is dead and leave. That's it. All right, we're going to end the video there. Again, guys, if you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You can also drop me a donation. Link is in the description. Like Tom M, shout outs to him. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day, guys, to listen to my videos, especially if you got to the end of the video. I really do appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much, and I will see you next time.